This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Tuesday, the Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, we've got a huge show today, a fun show. We're going to talk to the uh, national three-point champ from Montana State, Tori Martell, will join us coming up in about 20 minutes. Also going to uh, check in with a board member from the Last Chance Stampede, not Stampede, we got a lot of last chances today, and this might be my last chance to talk right, but it is uh, Last Chance Curling Club, and uh, Ryan Schwockert will join us, and we'll talk about curling, which is a great sport, and uh, also um, a, a special guest in in the Major Mortgage Man Cave in just a couple of moments, Miss Last Chance Stampede Cassie Turner will join us as well. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about with her. And uh, we will. I do have to brag a little bit um, before we start. By the way, you can watch on Facebook, Twitter, I think YouTube. I have no idea. Uh, TreasureStateRadio.com, you can listen. Also, Podbean, Network One Sports. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com and and much more. All right, so I'm going to brag. Actually, I'll wait till the end of the show. I'm going to wait till the end of the show to brag just because I can. Uh, where else are we? All right, I think we're good. Email us, tweet us, do whatever you want. It is 4.06 day because it's April 6th, so it's 4.06. So, yay, Montana. I mean, it's the greatest state, but we have to celebrate everything. By the way, we are going to celebrate on this date, brought to you by uh, Big Sky Printware coming up. So there you go. All right, let's get right to our first guest because I know Miss uh, Miss Gale is just waiting patiently for this. Um, but joining us in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, she is Miss Last Chance Stampede. Didn't get a chance to do anything about it last year. Gets a chance to do some about it this year. Her name is Cassie Turner, and she joins us here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Pull that a little bit closer. You know what? Let me turn your microphone on. That'd probably help. I'm doing good. Thank you. It's like you. I've never done this before. Told you this might be my last chance. I have no idea. Maybe. We are the last chance. <laughs> All right. I have, I have to start with... Um, some negativity. Okay. You were in town last Tuesday or Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. So a week ago today. Yes. I saw you driving um, your new car Thank that you. you just got yes. last week or two weeks ago. Um, so I got it on Sunday, like right before my dad's birthday. So that last weekend okay. or second to last weekend in March is okay. when I got it. All right. Yeah. Um, and I noticed it was you yes. because I've talked with you. I've seen pictures of you. 
I uh, saw a cowboy hat. Or Facebook friends. You should know exactly. my car. <laughs> exactly. I did. Still had the, the temporary tag on it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you didn't call. You didn't write. You didn't text. You didn't say, hey, Jason, I'm going to be on uh, in town today. So Gail really had a, me on a mission. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. She's like, you need auction items. You need to go, go, go. And I was like... Tuesday's my day off. I could come. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I booked it over here and ran around town for about four hours collecting items, got some great donations, so I'm super excited. Good. But I'm sorry to not see you or recognize you. It's okay. So, it's so, okay. Yeah. I'm unrecognizable. <laughs> um, plus, I had just shaved. Oh, no. Or, no, I hadn't shaved yet and or gotten my hair cut, so I just looked probably like a hippie or something. I don't know. Um, your mom's here, Miss Robin, sitting over here. <laughs> Um, off camera, but uh, all right, let's talk about the good stuff. You are Miss Last Chance Stampede. We're positive we're going to have a stampede this year in te- in uh, in Helena, um, and you have a kickoff party coming up next Saturday night, April seventeenth. Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> How cool is this? I am so excited. You know, I didn't get to have a kickoff party or a gala to help fundraise for Miss Rodeo Montana until now. So I'm super blessed for the help that Gail has given me, some local sponsors around my area that personally helped me out, and then the great folks at Helena have been super gracious to me. As they should, because you you represent <laughs> the Last Chance Stampede. Uh, Cassie Turner in studio here. Um, how tough was last year, though, after you got crowned without competing, but it was a weird situation which we won't talk about, but it's great that we have you, but then you didn't get to do anything about it last year. I know. I was kind of bummed, actually. I was like, I'm going to have like this pageant. It's going to be super fun. I'll run for Miss Radio Montana in January and graduate all in the same year. And then COVID <laughs> happened, and I was a 2020 graduate, so that was a big bummer for me. As well as, you know, I didn't get to do all the rodeos I wanted to, but I got to Libby, which is a really fun rodeo that I enjoy. I've been up there now three years in a row. And then I did all the derby rodeos for my grandpa and did the Brigham Rally with Brianne, which I thought was super fun. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I just had a blast getting to do what little rodeos I had near me. And, of course, uh, we get to do rodeos (laughs) this year, which I'm hoping that's the plan anyway. All right, tell me about your kickoff party coming up, uh, Montana City Grill in uh, Montana City. That's just a couple miles south of us. So I know you got lost almost on the way to the studio. Yes. <laughs> if you get hit the interstate and head like two miles south, it's right there. So I've already found where I'm going. <laughs> so I'm not going to be Google Mapsing it like I did Google Maps my way here. Okay. All right. But, yeah, no, I'm super excited. I've got some great auction items. You've donated some auction items, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited. Your MC, which I just found out, thanks to you and Gail. <laughs> so I am honestly really blessed. You know, Napa has donated a beautiful car package. Nice. And then I also got a PetSmart package for a puppy starter kit. Ooh, so... Um, I we I don't want any more. We have four. Okay. I don't want any more puppies. You so we're not, not bidding on that. You we're not bidding on that one. <laughs> Cassie Turner joining us, Miss Last Chance Stampede. It is coming up April seventeenth. Um, tickets are still available, correct? Yes, they are still available. Purchase them online. They're not going to be sold at the gate or the door. Yes, well, that's, I don't, that's the gate. gate. I don't know. Gate if there's a door. Gate. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is so cool to have you in studio. Um. Yeah, we are donating, and I will say this, uh, a round of golf uh, with me and lunch at the country club. So three people and me golfing and eating food should be a fun time. Um, so that will be uh, auctioned off. Also, uh, got some T-shirts for giveaway. Yes. 
But um, <laughs> now I gave you shirt. Yeah. You have to wear it. I will. And then you have to post some pictures. I can do that. Okay. Well, <laughs> you you are still just a teenager, so. But I work at a Verizon store. I'm tech savvy. I got this. <laughs> don't even worry, Jason. We don't worry here. I love it. Hey, uh, Cassie Turner, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. And uh, we're getting a whole bunch of uh, tweets, but which is cool. That, that's a good thing. Hey, um. All right, so Montana City Grill next Saturday night, and I have to auctioneer. I've never done auction uh, auctioneer stuff. Like I, I, <laughs> I try to sing the song, the auctioneer. Not any good at it. Well, just go slow. Are you going to be okay with that? I yeah, I okay. don't. I'm not too picky. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is your party. This is for you. But you're fun, so <laughs> like I don't care if you're not a good one or like. You okay. are good. I will. Okay. Just I'll be do fun. my best. Be fun. I will. I will have a lot of fun next Saturday night, the 17th of April, <laughs> uh, Montana City Grill. And again, you can get tickets online. <laughs> go to the Facebook page. Yep. You can go to the, our Facebook page or contact Gail Hatch and she can also send you the link. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and Gail will do a lot. She is fantastic. <laughs> All right. So we've, uh, we've talked about that. She has four things. That's, uh, there. Let's talk about Miss Rodeo Montana because that's what this is for. Yes. It's for you to, have a chance to compete at Miss Rodeo Montana and do a little fundraising in uh, in in the uh, interim because you're gonna need some money to, and clothes to go to Great Falls. Yeah, so you know expenses and clothes alone are tremendous. Most of us girls try to stay on a budget. Are we necessarily good at budgeting? Nope. No, we don't know how very well. We we try. We break budget all the time, but I mean, what queen doesn't at points in time? So, there you go. Yeah. Um, it is expensive. And it's not just, I mean, you get a lot of stuff donated, but you still have to buy shirts and dresses. Yeah. and We spend yeah. a lot of money on just bare minimum of, you know, shirts, dresses, boots, jeans. And that's just some essential items. <laughs> it's not even pageant clothes. Right, or makeup. Yes, makeup's expensive, hair's expensive. The hair products are expensive. I was going to say, because you have your... We have extensions. <laughs> you have extensions, too. Okay. Everybody has extensions. You They're... need extensions at really? this point, yeah. You can't just grow your hair out? I have really fine hair, so okay. for me, I have to have the extensions. Well, see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, let everybody in on a secret. <laughs> in, the, in, in 1982, I got my first perm, because I have the same. If It's either stick straight or I have to get it, like, permed. And it's been a while, like 20 years since I've had a perm, but I might bring it back and then have, it's not a mullet, it's a styled perm, but I have the fine hair. So I, I understand your dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. So I think go for it. Bring that perm back. Cause the lot, I know a lot of <laughs> teenage boys are already starting it. They think yep. it's cool. Yep. They are. And you know, as someone who I naturally have wavy curly hair. So to me, it's just a daily thing for me. I don't. I wake up and shower, and I blow dry my hair, and it's foofy. But foofy, yeah, I like that. Foofy. Cassie Turner, <laughs> guest here. She is uh, Miss Last Chance Stampede. All right. Um, so we talked about uh, Miss Rodeo Montana. How excited for that are you? Because it's moving from January to August to have basically that lady in waiting, which gives a person months to help jumpstart their career. Uh, and year for Miss Rodeo Montana. You know, I am so very excited. Every chance I get to talk to people about it, I do. I always mention, you know, hey, come watch me at Miss Rodeo Montana or watch via Facebook. 
because I am super excited, and I'm really excited that we are having a lady-in-waiting program. I think, you know, this is a great stepping stone for Montana, and moving on to hopefully one of us becoming Miss Rodeo America, whether it's Katie, me, or whoever wins this year. I'm super, super excited to see how this goes. You know, lady-in-waiting is a huge opportunity for us girls to prep. I know Katie Lynn talked about it last week, <laughs> but yeah, no, getting funds started and closed, talking to those designers, it's really an essential, and it's going to help with that time crunch. Because there's a difference between uh, little Miss Darby Rodeo Princess and uh, Miss Rodeo Montana. There is. <laughs> there's a big difference from hometown rodeos to everywhere around the state rodeos. Exactly, exactly. Uh, how many do you get to go to right now? So, right now, I am planning for all of Big Timber. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have already talked to John, and I kind of didn't have a choice when we were at the rigging rally. He more so told me I was showing okay. up, which I'm okay you, with. You were voluntold. I was, yes, yep. exactly. Yep. You know, I have all the Derby Rodeo events this year, which I'm also super excited about, not only because my mom's a coordinator, and I get to go around and help, but my dad has decided to help sponsor a Skybox, and we're getting to help sponsor the Rigan Rally, too. Nice. And I love hanging out with everyone down there and yep. being a part of that association. And then, of course, in uh, late July, we get the Last Chance Stampede. I know I you're know. real excited about the <laughs> concert. I don't even know who it is. There's some dude and some girl. So it's my mom who is actually really excited. I just get to go sit in the horse trailer the whole time while okay. she's at the concert oh, with Gail. Okay. All right. They kind of got their tickets, <laughs> and they have made a plan, and I get to babysit horses. <laughs> I like that. Who is it? It's... And who's the girl? Some girl. So Jake Owens, okay. And some, and some dude, yeah, that's all I know. I, it's not, like a few years ago it was Martina McBride, they exactly. had Gary Allen, like that's good stuff. Um, and I know people are excited, so that'll be fun. Your mom's excited. My mom is very excited. And we can't. I'm not going to say exactly what she said, but it, it, she's really excited to see um, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Cassie Turner joining <laughs> us here. Um, all right. You will be giving up the crown of Miss Last Chance Stampede. I know, I'm very and that, sad. And uh, that, I know. Um, tell me about this, this pageant coming up. So, I am honestly so excited for our pageant. The deadline is May 3rd for applications. And, you know, I think it's going to be a great opportunity to find our next Miss Last Chance Stampede. And hopefully a next Miss Rodeo America as well. I hope to fulfill Kayla's shoes. Mm. Kayla left me some really big ones as the first Miss Last Chance. Well, she's also about a foot taller than you. Well, yeah. <laughs> that helps too. <laughs> but, you know, I, I really hope to be the next Miss Rodeo Montana. I'm working really hard at it. And I've got some great people in my corner supporting me and encouraging me. So, And, uh, yeah. of course, you can go to uh, the website, LCC Fairgrounds, <laughs> to get uh, the forms for Miss Last Chance Stampede pageant. Um, but that will be coming up in July as well. Yes, so it's the weekend before the rodeo. It's our pageant. So we'll do speeches, a fashion show, horsemanship, and interviews. And so, you know... With me, I believe. I'm hoping so. I think that's the case. I think that's well, what's going to happen. We're going to go with it now. Yeah. So already is. <laughs> But it's really cool because uh, $2,000 scholarship, you get jewelry, the buckle, um, lots of other stuff. But it's not I know. It's not really about that stuff. No. It's about a platform, really. I mean, yes. Kayla had a platform. You have a platform, which which is? So my platform is actually anti-bullying. Um, I came from a background when I was really little because I am really little still. Um, people would pick on me just because of my size. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do not believe it is okay. 
I believe that someone needs a voice behind them to encourage them, like, it's okay, you're not any worse than you think you are right now because of these people. In fact, you're better. Right. No, I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that because um, I was bullied. My son was bullied. Yeah. And um, it's just a, it's it's not fun. No, it's not. It's hard to watch some of these kids get mm. bullied. And for me, I really despise it. If you're going to bully somebody, that's not okay. Yeah. And so I'm really hoping to be an advocate for those bullies. You know, I might be little myself, and they might pick on me back, but, you know, I've learned that it takes thick skin. Hey, you're a rodeo queen. Exactly. Nobody's going to pick on you. Well, I'm not only just a rodeo queen, Jason. I'm a rodeo queen who owns a bucking bull, so I really don't take it. <laughs> you own one? I own a bucking bull. Nice. Yes. Is it, I mean, how, how good is he? Um, well, he was the Montana Tough Enough to Wear a Pink Bull mascot a couple oh, years in a row. Nice. Yes, he's All 10 right. right now, so he's kind of going on a little bit of a retirement plan. Nice. But, you know, he is the Darby mascot. His name is Darbacious, so not Bodacious, but Darby, yeah. he's Darbacious. Um, I might have to come over and get on him. <laughs> I don't think you'll stay on. I I won't stay on, and I'm a good rider, I believe. <laughs> I don't know. I could. I got all my gear downstairs. I mean, let's test Jess, Jess Lockwood. Maybe, maybe he can come. I like that. Uh, Par, uh, Parker um, Bredding. Parker Bredding. Let's get Parker. Let's get By all the way, of them. good luck to Parker at uh, circuit finals this week down in Kissimmee. Yes. Are you bummed you don't get to go to that? A little bit, but I'm working and getting money for Miss Rodeo oh, Montana and my car payment. And when you're Miss Rodeo Montana, you'll get to go. Yes, when I'm Miss Rodeo Montana, I don't have to worry. I'll be down there. <laughs> I like Positive it. Positive attitudes. All right, I got a picture to show because Gail just sent it to me today. But this is Miss uh, Little Miss Little. How about we try it again? Little Miss Stampede <laughs> experience coming up May 16th at the fairgrounds. <laughs> this is really cool. If you uh, if you have a Little Miss age three to eleven, uh, you get they get to meet you. Yeah, so I'm actually super excited for these little girls because it's $40 to participate. You do get your own crown and sash, and you can have an ice cream luncheon with us. We're having so much fun talking about speeches and how to model on stage and hair, makeup, the fun stuff. I think I'm doing that, too. Well, we're just going to plan for all of it with you. You and I are going to hang out a lot yeah, this summer. Yeah, we're just going to spend all <laughs> summer together. <laughs> hey, I'm cool with that. Um, I know mom and dad are cool with that because they, your dad, <laughs> your dad has become a great uh, listener of this show. And not just when you're on. Like, this is like every day. Yeah, my dad, every day, he's like, did you listen to it? I was like, dad, I'm at work. Please stop texting me. <laughs> I have a customer. Oh, my gosh, that is hilarious. Um, dad's in uh, Missouri. Missouri. It's Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> it's Missouri. Yeah. Um, okay, but he uh, he sends me stuff on Facebook all the time. He sends me it, too. I'm sorry. The, the messenger stuff? Yes. Nice. Do you get it every day, all day long? No, just a couple times. Okay, yeah. I get it, like, all day long. <laughs> I muted my own dad because my No, you didn't. I had to. My phone is blowing up in class, and I was like, Dad, you're going to get my phone taken away. I'm trying to do homework here. Uh, what's he? What, what is he doing? Just hanging out? Yeah, so, you know, he'll get these little breaks in between on the phones with customers, doing job site stuff, and... So he's just like, I'll scroll through Facebook and send everything I see to you and your mom. <laughs> I love it. Um, he is such a great, uh, he's become a, a fan of the show, and I've become a fan of his. Um, you guys still haven't seen Greasy Gavin over there, have you? No. Okay. They sold the Newsome Ranch, like, oh, that place. That is no longer a Newsome 
named place. Okay. Um, I don't know who actually owns it. So they, they had to sell it because of last something, year's. Someone sold it, but okay. yeah. I don't know too much, right. but it's no longer got the Newsom sign on it. <laughs> um, well, I hope his hat doesn't fit either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he was giving money to the community, though. Yeah. Allegedly. So. Yeah. All right. I would hope so. All right. Did we cover everything? Has Gail texted you and said, talk about this yet? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What does Gail have to say? So um, she actually was having me talk about some of the auction items. Oh, okay. Let's, so, let's fit that. you know, I do have a half-gallon bottle of Pendleton with a commemorative letter buck buckle from Montana Silversmith. Nice. And we're also going to try and get some cigars to go with that as well, like good cigars. Right. Not yeah. Cuban, though. No. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you know, gosh, you're you, funny. You've donated some amazing items already. I just got that Napa basket. Mm-hmm. And then I'm actually, after this, I'm going to Capital Sports to pick up a basket from them as well. Nice, nice. Yeah. And Hallmark's given me a cute little Christmas set. I got the PetSmart set. Right. We have a boot cross. So it's upcycled boots made into a cross. And it's going to be really cool. I, I, Gail's doing some great stuff with that. Gail has been amazing yeah, helping me on it. That is super cool. Um, and you can go to uh, Miss Last Chance Stampede on the Facebook to see a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's all on our Facebook page. All right, so your gala next Saturday night, the 17th, uh, 6 o'clock? Yes. To 10. 6 to 10. Okay, because mm-hmm. you've got to get to bed because you're a youngin. No, I have to drive back home because I have work in the morning. <laughs> They wouldn't give you the tam off. Well, they gave me that day off. Oh, so well, they could. You could have gone at like two. No. You have to go in at ten. I gotta help set up. Like it's my gala. I should do some work too. No, I meant at the at your real job. Yeah, no. No. I open. <laughs> wow. Well, that's like Sunday, so you're open at like eleven. Yeah. All right. It gives um, me a little time to like get home and sleep just a little bit before getting hours, up and feeding. Hours. and... Taking care of all the animals. Darbalicious. Yes. Or darbacious. Darbalicious. I think darbalicious sounds good, too. I'm sure he would be kind of delicious, uh, but I'm not going to do that to him. I love him too much. Oh, okay. I spend too much time giving him cuddles and loving him. on him. I know he's a bucking bull, and a lot of people, including my mom and dad, think I'm insane. <laughs> but I'll crawl out there, and I'm just sitting on the ground loving him, giving him scratches. Well, unless they're doing their job. They're really harmless. Yeah, he's. I mean, they really he's are harmless unless he's got a flank strap on. Then he's harmless. Well, then they know he's what harmful. they have to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, hey, appreciate you joining us. Come in anytime. Literally, you can stop in. Uh, all right, are you coming over next Saturday? I will not be over next Saturday. No, the seventeenth? Yes, you will. Well, I'll be here for the seventeenth. No, I know, but are you coming over the sixteenth? No. Just on the 17th. 17th. All right. So I think, well, I think I'm taking Fridays off to golf this year. I don't know. Um, and then you're going to, are you going to go to Miss Katie Lynn's thing? I will be at Miss Katie Lynn's. Okay. So I'll probably see you there. Um, I think she's coming to yours. Yep. Okay. I hope so. All right. So I'm going to get my picture taken with a lot of queens. Yes. That, cool. That's the goal. You, know, you always want pictures with queens. Katie Lynn. Okay. So Kayla was like my first. <laughs> Um, rodeo queen. She was the first Miss Last Chance Stampede I got to talk with, Miss Montana, um, Rodeo Montana. But Katie Lynn gave me a picture last week and also this sash. So you've got some work to do. I can work on that. I'm I just got, saying. I got some things stirring in my head. I can okay. get you. All right. Um, because I'm all well about putting de- you know, new stuff in the studio. Go for it. Right. I, I'm going to bring you some items. Okay. 
I'll let you get to Capital Sports. Tell them hi. Tell them they need to uh, sponsor my show. I will tell them. <laughs> and we'll see you April 17th out uh, at uh, Montana City Grill. Yes, I can't wait to see you. Beautiful. That is Cassie Turner, Miss Last Chance Stampede, joining us here. Jason Walker Show. We'll uh, take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to talk to uh, national three-point champ for Montana State, Tori Martell. That is next. You are listening to The Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Always fun talking to rodeo queens because they're super smart and they're just awesome. But uh, speaking of rodeo, we're going to talk to uh, what do you call it? trick writer Madison McDonald Thomas on Thursday. She'll be in studio, and I don't know if we're big. I don't think our studio is big enough. I don't think she can ride around the desk on one of her horses. But we are going to talk to Madison on uh, Thursday. Tomorrow, Andrew Rowland, head coach at uh, MSU Northern, will join us. And much more still to come. Ryan Schwackert from Last Chance Curling Club. And much more. I got my first COVID shot today, the vaccine. I'm not dead. I haven't had a side effect. Uh, They did tell me that the... um, they will inject me on the second dose with the the uh, the tracking device. So the second shot is when you get get the tracking device inserted into your arm. 
Seriously, that's what the lady told me at today at uh, at my shot. So, but no 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 side effects for me yet. I'm still here. All right. Speaking of uh, no side effects, there were no side effects for our next guest uh, on Saturday night. I think it was as she won the uh, State Farm Rocket Mortgage three point shooting contest. Not the slam dunk part. She won the three point contest. But Montana State University senior Tori Martell joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, she is the uh, three-point shooting star from the uh, competition the other night in uh, in Indianapolis. Tori Martell. Hey, um, first question: What was it like to be at historic Hinkle Fieldhouse? Um, it was really fun. Just the whole environment was super super cool to be in. Like all the people were getting to meet and just. I don't know, get a shoot in that field house is really cool. The stadium was awesome. Just the whole environment of it was really, really fun. All right, so how many trophies did you win? Uh, two. <laughs> okay, so you got the, the team trophy, right, and then the individual. Yep, okay. yep. How did they determine the teams? Um, well, we did like a preliminary round that morning in our shoot-around to get to the championship of that because so they only showed – two of the teams in the championship later on TV. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Well, good thing you were on that team, I guess. So who else was on your <laughs> <Yeah>. team? <laughs> huh? Who else was on your team? Um, the, the I don't really remember exactly all their <laughs> names. <laughs> there were so many people I met that it was kind of hard to remember all the names. But, no um, worries. They just got randomly paired. <laughs> All right, so take me through the the individual competition then, like from each round. So how much practice did you, just before we get to that, how much practice did you do going in? Um, I practiced uh, like three or four days like in a row leading up to it. I had Jeff Golden, one of our assistant coaches, and Ben, our trainer, they would kind of shag balls for me and we would simulate what it would be like. And we put in a lot of practice actually. It was, I don't know, it's pretty difficult because shooting off of a rack compared to just getting a perfect pass and in my pocket. So we practiced that quite a bit, actually. All right. So a lot of lefties. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you switched. I'm, I'm showing the video. Uh, you started on the left side of the ball rack, and then you switched over to the right side. Uh, why is that? Yeah. So the first rack we had to start on the right side because that was, like, their camera angle. Like, they wanted to get the shot of us, like, holding the ball kind of. So then uh. I would went to the other rack grabbing from my left side because that was just easier since I'm left-handed. Right. Well, how difficult was that to switch, though? Um. Yeah, I was kind of nervous about it because going into it, I knew I had to do that. So I started practicing, like, the day of because I wasn't expecting to have to do that. But um, it wasn't too bad, actually. After the first, ra- first round, I got kind of used to it. Gotcha. I just showed, yeah, so the final round when you, uh, you, you launched the, was it 22 you ended with? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so, and then you made your competitor go second, right? Yeah. Well, for the final round, we, I thought we were like, we were just going to like decide kind of, but she actually ended up getting to choose. But before we knew she got to choose, I was like, I'll go first. And then she was like, yeah, it's fine. You can just go first. <laughs> <laughs> so I technically didn't get to choose, but I still got to go first, which I was very happy about. Gotcha. Uh, Three-point champ uh, Tori Martell joining us here, Jason Walker Show. I watched the interview you did afterwards, and and it was a big thing for you, Tori. You mentioned 
how, how much it meant for you to put on that Montana State jersey for the final time. Yeah, I think it was just a great way to wrap up my whole career here at Montana State. I've had such an amazing time here, and I think getting to compete one last time and, I guess, winning it was the best way to kind of top it all off. All right, I, I, I've got a couple of pictures from the MSU website, and I've noticed one thing. Every time you drive, you uh, you stick your tongue out. <laughs> have you have you been told yeah. this before? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That's my shooting face. <laughs> Either that or I'm beating my lips. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Tori Martell joining us. Uh, so um, did you sleep in your jersey? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, God, that's funny. <laughs> so you finally took it off, and now you've – Right. Do you get to take it home with you? Do you get to, does Coach Benford let you keep your jerseys? Um, no, I am not keeping my jersey. They're giving me a framed one. Oh, well, yeah. I, yeah. Everybody gets that, yeah. but I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> the jersey you won in, Tori. Come on, you got yeah, no. you got to keep that one. <laughs> I think we're actually giving it to our bar here. They are going to ah. put it up in the bar, I believe. <laughs> That's uh that's awesome. Um, yeah. If you want to, you know, you could if you get a second one, you can hang up here in in uh, in my studios. Tori Martell <laughs> joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. All right. Um, so you get to you you get the the word that you're you're there. Um, what was that like finding out you'd been chosen? Um, it was pretty special actually because it was our last conference game of the season, and Coach Ben announced it after our final conference win and just in front of the whole team. So it was kind of exciting, just the whole team getting to sit there and listen. And everyone was super excited for me. Like everyone was kind of jumping around in the locker room. So it was really fun to find out that way. It was kind of a special moment too. No doubt about it. Um, and then, okay, like I said, take me through each round. Um, so the first round, I was extremely nervous. I, was kind of, I wasn't expecting to be that nervous, honestly. I was like, okay, I'll cool down after, like, the first few racks. And then the fir- whole first round, I was, like, still nervous, still a little shaky. And then the second round, I felt a little bit better, still kind of nervous. And then by the third and fourth round, I was just locked in and, like, I was just shooting. It was kind of funny. My mom was like, those people were all standing right behind you. I was like, they're going to get in your way. Like, you're going to hear them. <laughs> I was like, Honestly, I did not hear them or even see them. Like, I was pretty locked in on my shot and just getting the, like getting around the racks fast enough and just focusing especially on the money ball. Yeah, the money balls are huge. There's no question about that. <laughs> uh, Tori Martell, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, um, is it – and I know shooters always say that it's different getting to a, a different gym. And Hinkle's different than the field house. It's different than Dalbury. It's different than anywhere. Um, how much time did you get, Tori, after you got to uh, to Indy to practice in that stadium or in that field house? Because it is different. Yeah, we actually did get quite a bit of time. We got there Wednesday night, and we were at the gym from, like, 5 o'clock to 9.30 p.m., and we was almost too much time to shoot. We were all kind of just sitting around. We're like, I don't I don't want to shoot too much, but I, I really like that gym. I got there right away, and I was like, oh, I like the soup. <laughs> Would it, how much, did, it, did it suck not having, you know, a full stands there? Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't really know what it would have been like to have fans, but I'm sure the environment would have been just that much more fun with fans. Uh, you played your final season without fans. What was that like? Yeah, it was difficult. I mean, I've gone through what it's like to be like to have the fans and especially the support that we have at Montana State. It's amazing. It's like unmatched for a lot of the teams in our conference. So not having that 
was pretty it was pretty sad, but honestly, we kind of made the most of it throughout the season. Our team was always just so hyped for each other. We found a way to make it fun without having that those fans there. Uh, Tori Martell, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. Um, this is just awesome because it reminded me, and I tweeted this the other night, uh, I used to do a radio for Carroll College, and I was in Kansas City for the NAI National Tournament back in, I think, 2017. Carol Zach Taylor won the National Three-Point Shooting Contest on the NAI level, so that's two now in four years from, or five years from the state of Montana, um, which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you I didn't just, know that, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. The amount of support that I've gotten from everyone in Bozeman and even just the state of Montana has been incredible. Like I'm, it's overwhelming how much people have reached out and kind of just all over social media. It was really fun the night after too, just seeing all the support for sure. All right, did you get to go to any of the games? No, unfortunately, I think just the whole COVID thing. Um, they didn't have enough tickets or I don't know how it worked out. I was hoping I was going to get to go to the game, but unfortunately didn't. Okay. Which was better? The women's game, Stanford over Arizona or the men's game, which wasn't even close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously Stanford. And, uh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So what's next for you after graduation, um, obviously? Yeah. So I graduated May 1st and then I'm actually moving back home May 2nd. So kind of getting right out of here wow. <laughs> just because my like uh, my rent is or my lease is up on right. May 1st so I don't have much time but yeah I'm moving back home this summer and gonna apply for a job in the cities and eventually probably live in the cities of Minneapolis so what's our degree in nursing okay oh even better uh sharpshooting yeah. nurse <laughs> hey how tough yeah. was that take me through that this year uh Tori because you are in your senior year, which means you have a lot of different um, things you got to take care of and and clinicals and practice and heading up because it's just it's tough. So how tough was this year? Yeah, if, I mean, COVID added a whole nother level of right. toughness to it all. But throughout everything with on nursing and basketball, it's been difficult, of course, but I was expecting that. I knew what I was getting into, and overall, it's it's been amazing. Like I've had so much support from the basketball side, the nursing side, just the whole administration of it all. Like they accommodated my schedule and everything so, so greatly, and I'm just so appreciative to all of them because not many schools allow this. Not many schools allow a nursing major to be on the basketball team because it is just such a big time commitment for both sides. There was a girl at Carroll a few years ago, and she's a nurse down in uh, Santa Monica now, Sarah Challenge. Uh, she would used to get picked up at, like, the hospital, like the AD or, you know, a trainer would go get her before because she'd get done at, like, 5 and the game was at 5.30 or, you know. Um, did you have that happen to you anytime this year? Um, not, no, not necessarily like that. I would try to schedule. I had a little bit more flexibility of scheduling my clinicals around my basketball schedule. So I had a few times where I had to go straight from the hospital to the airport to get on the plane. But Jeez. I always had to keep them away from the games because those 12-hour shifts really get you. So. <laughs> uh, how much how much homework did you do in Indianapolis? Oh, none. <laughs> <laughs> so this was just a straight-up fun trip for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm on my final stretch here, so I got a little bit more left to do on the just writing some papers and the final stuff, but I'm not too overwhelmed with homework right now. So I just got to take a break this last weekend and it was really fun. 
Well, I, uh, I appreciate the time. I'm going to let you run. I know you're a busy girl, but uh, good luck with the nursing career. Congratulations on a great uh, basketball career and, of course, uh, winning the uh, three-point competition the other night out at Hinkle Fieldhouse in, uh, in Indianapolis. Appreciate it, and uh, thank you for being a nurse, and thank you for, uh, for uh, playing for the Bobcats for, for, for two. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you for having me. That is uh, Tori Martell joining us, Montana State sharpshooter, and uh, got a little choked up there. Uh, water going down the wrong pipe. Anyway, appreciate her joining us. Um, that was awesome for her to win the other night, and uh, she got two national championships, basically, or two titles, uh, the team title and then uh, the individual crown, excuse me, which was really cool and uh, just awesome. Awesome. What I mean, you you look at someone like a, a Tori Martell, and and I've been you know told I never talked with her before, um, but incredible person on and off the court, and uh, you can tell it, you can hear it when she talks and and what she talks about. Just a awesome and had a really nice career at Montana State with uh, Trisha Binford and uh, and the team. So thanks to her for joining us. All right, quick break. And when we return, we're gonna chat with Ryan Schwankert of the Last Chance Curling Club. Yes, curling in Helena. And it's harder than you think. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Coming right back. Talking curling next. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Welcome back. Jason Walker Show. Still to come on this day in history. Uh, I'm going to brag as well. Uh, about something cool. And um, what else we got? Oh, the walk-off's coming up, too. Hey, by the way, don't forget, coming up this June, it is the uh, Montana Football Hall of Fame induction banquet down at uh, Billings Hotel and Convention Center. Get your tickets now at universalathletic.com 
or stop into any UAS store across the state of Montana, you're going to want to be there Saturday night, June 26th, for the Hall of Fame induction banquet, including Ken Amato, Steve Okineski, Dan Carpenter, Shane Collins, Travis Lule, Victor Linskog, and then uh, Bobby Beers, Marty Morningweg, Brent Musburger, all being inducted. Get your tickets and get there. We'll be down there that whole week. Uh, or most of the week as well, uh, the Montana Football Hall of Fame induction banquet coming up in June down in Billings. Jason Walker Show, by the way, stop by Nitro Green or get on the schedule now for all of your lawn, tree, and pest needs. Been using Nitro Green uh, for about, what, six years? Something like that? Love it. Not going back. I do all the mowing. They just take care of the yard with the uh, the aeration, the fertilization, and then I just mow it. And I have to mow it because the they, Nitro Green does such a great job. Oh, and by the way, the pest control that Nitro Green has, un, un, it's awesome. It's awesome. Get on the schedule now for Nitro Green for uh, all your laundry and pest needs. All right, so got a chance to, uh, to, to go curling a couple of weeks ago. Those are curling stones. And uh, it was a ton of fun, and it's harder than it looks. And I thought, you know what, we're going to have to get somebody on to chat about it. And that guy is named Ryan Schwockert, and uh, he is from the Last Chance Curling Club. What is curling? What's a Bonspiel? I don't know what it is, but it sounds cool to say. Ryan's going to tell us all about it now here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, first off, man, it's um, i got to ask, how did you get involved in curling? You know, that's one of the... Uh, questions we've been asked a few times in this last couple months since we set the league up. And although all of us have a similar answer, I don't think any one person can be credited with the original idea of our club in Helena. We were curling down in Butte for about a year and uh, driving down Sunday night about 5 o'clock, not getting back till 10 or 11. Somebody in the car one night must have said, you know, we might want to try and start something like this up here in Helena. Well, And fast forward to last fall, um, basically, we put the pen to paper and got things going. And uh, pretty successful uh, first league, I guess, you guys had uh, th- this winter. Um, in fact, you, you had two leagues, really, right? Yeah, yeah. So we have, uh, due to some of the COVID regulations and our own club's decisions to kind of keep the numbers of people coming and going a little bit lower than what the county allowed, we have a league on Wednesday nights and another league on Fridays. And we've had now two sessions, uh, so a total of 12 weeks of curling here in Helena. Which is awesome. Ryan Schwacker, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, a member of the Last Chance Curling Club. Obviously, coming up with a name was pretty easy. But um, let, let's let's discuss curling because for those that don't know, um, that you know, watch it every four years for the Olympics, um, it's harder than it looks. Yeah, I think for uh, for the new beginner, you kind of see people out there pushing off of a hack, which is a solid rubber and metal surface that you deliver your stone from, and think, well, you know, it looks maybe a little difficult, but not too hard. But once you first try it, you got to really understand uh, shifting your weight from your stone handle to your broom arm and keeping yourself low when you're pushing out of the hack and really trusting that you'll glide uh, with a little bit of ease if you put a little more force into it. You definitely see a lot of people tip over those first couple times. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, no doubt about that. Um, I did it a couple of weeks ago, and I think I'm a natural at it. <laughs> I can't comment because I, I had wanted to be there curling with you, but uh, I got taken onto a different sheet, uh, which is the surface that you curl on. So I was helping another team out, but I'll take your word for it. When I get to see you next time, Jason, we'll, we'll see uh, how that pans out. Okay, so we've got the hack. That's where the feet go. It's like a starting block in uh, in track. Um, you've got the uh, the sheet, which we know is the ice. How long is is the sheet? So the length of the sheet from from end line to end line should be 150 feet. Okay. Um, the width can vary. 15 feet is is standard, but uh, ice rinks aren't always um, built equal. So if you want to try and squeeze five sheets. Sometimes you might go with a 14-foot width on the sheet. Okay. Um, and then you've got the throw lines that you have to uh, you have to throw before to glide your stone, I guess, before. Um, and those are how far from the hacks and how far apart from each other. I want to say that hog line should be about 20 feet. The hog so when line, you first it. push off, the, yeah, when you first push off the hack, uh, you have to release your stone from your hog line, and then in order for that stone to be counted or in play, it needs to cross the hog line at the opposite end. Um, so I'm pretty sure from hack to hog line is about 20 feet, which would leave you about 110 feet or so in between. Okay. Ryan Schwacker, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, and uh, one of the founders of Last Chance Curling Club. Um, all right, so then you've got the brooms, which it's hard. It's harder than that. I mean, Throwing the stone is a lot easier than I think sweeping and and man, that's a workout in itself. <laughs> yeah, you you don't really understand uh, how much cardio goes into that, and there's a fair amount of balance mm -hmm. um, when you're putting weight on your broom. You got to also understand you're moving laterally with the stone, and one of the things we've really stressed at Last Chance Curling Club uh, for some of our new curlers is if you have to run to catch up with it, just stop in your tracks. It's already gone by. Uh, it's not worth getting hurt for. True. But when you're sweeping, there is a technique, um, and I'm probably not the best at it, but uh, there's definitely a style of, of sweeping that will help carry that stone to where your skip is pointing. And the skip, of course, is uh, telling you where to throw your stone, and uh, I'm showing a picture of the stones. How heavy are those things? They range anywhere from 38 to 44 pounds. Okay. Um, so we've noticed with a couple of the new curlers that are a little bit on the lighter scale, uh, it's really hard for them to get enough force to, to get that stone delivered properly. Yeah, it's not easy. It does take a little bit, uh, Ryan, because the first the first few I threw a few weeks ago uh, made it about halfway, but you really have to figure out how much to push off off the hack. Um, and then – you're not really throwing the stone, right? You're you're just kind of guiding it because you're getting all your momentum from the starting block, the hack. Is that right? Yeah, the the terminology they use is delivering the stone. And so you're right. You you don't want to invoke a, an image of somebody overhand or pushing it because when you do that, you really throw off your line. But if you deliver the stone, it's really about transferring all the force that you carry from the hack through to that stone and then just a really light release. Um, sometimes a, a skip or the captain of the team might call for a little bit of curl. I always have been telling people, look at the hands of a clock 
mm-hmm. that's the handle that's on the stone. And when you want a 10 to 2 delivery, that's going to be breaking to the right. Um, if you're going to have a 2 to midnight, that's going to be breaking to the left. And that's that delicate delivery piece. Uh, you really don't want to put too much arm or, or wrist or muscle into it. Yeah, it's just a very slight turn, um, either to the 10 to 12 or, or 2 to 12. Um, it's it's um, It takes a while to get that touch. And, uh, it, it, I mean, you look at those Olympic curlers, and you can. there's a YouTube channel for Canada curling that's fantastic, but you can tell they've been doing this a while because they're really good at it. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a touch that not a whole lot of people um, realize when they first try it, I think, right? Correct. Correct. We've had uh, the pleasure of a couple of open curls that we hosted with uh, Helena Parks and Rec Department. So we had a whole bunch of new curlers come out for a day. And then we also had a chance to work with some of the high school students from Helena high and uh, I could tell a couple of the younger guys on, on some of those teams were um, pushing a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. And I just kept telling them it's much more finesse. And I would argue even that almost 80%, 90% of the game is delivering the stone. You know, the sweeping and uh, no disrespect to skips in the world, but um, the sweeping and the skip work, while very important, if that stone is delivered poorly, you really can't fix it. You know, it's not like you can sweep it back into the middle of a sheet if it's way offline. Right. Uh, it's been kind of um, getting ice time has been tough at the uh, the ice arena. Uh, you guys as leagues were, you know, starting at like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, but what's it been like working with uh, the ice arena? And, I mean, let's not forget, you still got figure skating. You've still got big horns. You've still, I mean, there's a there's one ice sheet in the, in the entire town um, inside. And uh, everybody wants to use it. Yeah, I think that's a, a testament to the success um, that they've had organizing events up at the Helena Ice Arena for quite a few years. Uh, and you're right. When we first came into this in the fall, uh, looking at consistent ice time was difficult. And that was important to our league that we just try and find a night where we have a two-hour window that doesn't change. Um, I think consistency is important because we have a lot of people that have young families. Uh, we have obviously a lot of people that are working, a um, handful of retirees, but just giving them that consistent time years. and working uh, with and Dan right. uh, Sinchal up there at the ice arena. We've developed uh, a little bit better schedule on the second session. So instead of at 10 o'clock, we were starting at 8. Um, and that definitely was uh, feedback we got from our league. You know, hey, 10 to midnight's great, but if we can get it bumped back, uh, that would be best. And so we, we were able to work with Stan on that. And hopefully in the fall, um, we'll have at least those same two nights and maybe a, a roughly similar time frame. Ryan Schwankert, our guest here on Jason Walker Show from the Last Chance Curling Club. All right, so this uh, this coming weekend we've got a bond spiel, which is, um, well, it's a tournament. And uh, people, it's, it's it's you know, they can come out and watch on, was oh, it the 10th, right? And uh Let's uh, let's 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 teach Helena what curling is all about. But describe what a bonspiel is. So a bonspiel, or what we're calling kind of our, our Helena mini way. spiel, um, is traditionally a, a two or even three day curling tournament. And usually the first three or four matches are you're setting your seating for the rest of the tournament um, with a little bit of limited ice time because there's only a few weeks left before they pull ice off at the rink. Uh, we worked with Stan on a pretty short uh, time frame to get a full day of ice. Um, so we're looking at curling from about 9 to 6 or 9 to 7, 
April 10th at the Helena Ice Arena. Uh, we do encourage people to come out and uh, help support us by learning about the sport, um, hopefully not too much heckling from the stands. <laughs> and, uh, and we're looking for 12 teams. So right now we kind of reached out within our existing league and then to a couple other uh, curling clubs that we've worked with in Montana to help get things set up. And we're hopeful we'll have, uh, we'll have 12 teams signed up for next Saturday. So it'll be, a, it'll be a good time and people can come. Are you charging admission? Uh, there's no charge to come in. Okay. Um, pretty sure we'll have a, a donation bin for anything. We'll probably have a little bit of uh, swag sales and uh, some sign-up sheets for people that are interested in joining our listserv. Um, help learn about future curling events that we're going to put on. Again, uh, really hopeful we can set up another full two sessions coming up in this fall. But uh, next Saturday will be the last time that you'll get to see curling stones out on the ice here in Helena. And uh, Friday, uh, this coming Friday, so just a few days from now, you've got uh, the last open curling session uh, that's planned right now anyway on the 9th. And uh, people can get out. And, and give it a shot. Ten dollar uh, donation to uh, Last Chance Curling Club helps pay for the ice time. But uh, that's where I learned, and that's where my wife actually got addicted to it. But it's a lot of fun, and, and I recommend people going down this Friday. Uh, from was it twelve thirty to two? Uh, this Friday, there's uh, uh, our last open curl. You're correct, twelve thirty to two. Normally, it's been noon to one thirty, but we had another uh, event that popped up a little bit earlier, so. Um, Friday from 1230 to two, $10. Don't need to bring anything but a clean pair of shoes, uh, gloves, uh, face mask, of course, is required. And we've got the stones, and we'll have a couple of our board members out there uh, giving people instruction on the basics of curling. It's a lot of fun, and I do recommend it. And, uh, you know, I never, you, you watch the Olympics, and you remember the American team, uh, the dudes from, uh, you know, just a bunch of beer drinkers, it looks like, uh, that won Olympic gold a, a few years ago. And, and of course, the, the Russian girl, uh, Anastasia something, but she was she was fun to watch. But go to, if you want to learn, go to Canada. Was it Canada Curling on the YouTube? Is that what it's called? I think that's one of the channels okay. um, that's pretty popular out there. I know there's really kind of a, a large community of curlers, even across the Northwest. Um, mm. The other club I would give a shout-out to is uh, Granite um, City, which is in Seattle. They reached out to us early on and uh, have some really good resources. And then even here in Montana, uh, between the Bozeman Curling Club, Butte Curling Club, and Missoula Curling Club, um, there's definitely some good content out there, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ryan Schwackert, our guest here. Uh, man, it's been fun learning about the, the sport and uh, I can't wait till, till the fall when uh, hopefully I can get at it a little bit more. But I do recommend people go down Friday. You also have a Facebook page uh, for people to, uh, to check out. Uh, give me that address. Uh, it should be Last Chance Curling Club. And uh, our Gmail, too, if anybody's interested in learning more about curling here in Helena, it's lastchancecurlingclub at gmail.com. And we are also on Instagram as well, thanks to uh, one of our social media uh, volunteers uh, slash board member at large, uh, Brittany. She's been doing a really good job updating a variety of our uh, events, photos, uh, the swag that we were selling, mm -hmm. just really kind of helping get the word out there. 
And, uh, man, it's been – and one cool thing, too, I've noticed uh, the couple of times I went down to the open open curling was everybody's willing to help. And everybody's – you know, the, you got the guys from Butte coming up to play on Fridays, and, and you know, they offered uh, the wife and I to get into a game, and she just wanted to – to practice, but it's, it's friendly, it's competitive, but it's, like I said, friendly and fun. And, uh, it's a great sport. Yeah. I think that that kind of, uh, uh, description there really encapsulates the, the concept of the spirit of curling, uh, which is an ill-defined, um, thing because it means something different for everybody, but it is a, a, a team sport. Um, that I've really enjoyed because there is that level of competition both with yourself and doing a good job delivering a good stone, but then also really giving respect when you see a good shot. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody else um, puts a really good blocker or takes out one of your stones and puts one in the house for points. You know, there's respect there because you know what it takes to, to make that happen. So I have really appreciated the, uh, the camaraderie that's there and that willingness to uh, help educate and and learn and and teach people here in town. Well, it's been fun. I look forward to getting you on again uh, in the fall when we get closer to uh, starting up uh, in the fall. And uh, man, I wish we could have the ice all summer. That'd be uh, you. You could uh, we could have a lot of fun curling all summer long. But anyway, we'll, well do it Jason, again in the fall uh, for sure. I won't give away too much here, but uh, the Last Chance Curling Club does have a, a long term goal of dedicated curling ice in Helena. That would be awesome. And that's something. Uh, we know it's not tomorrow. We know it's not next year, but it's a long-term goal of ours to have that uh, resource for the community and for the region. Um, we really find a lot of enjoyment in curling. Uh, selfishly, would love to have that facility here for us to work on as well, but looking at it as a, a greater benefit to uh, give back to the, the curling community, but also to our, uh, our adopted home city of Helena. That was uh, Ryan Schwacker joining us on the uh, Jason Walker Show talking uh, curling. And uh, seriously, so much fun. Had a blast down there. And uh, the uh, open curling, the last one planned for the season, coming up April 9th uh, at the Helena Ice Arena from 1230 to 2. And then the Bond Spiel on Saturday, uh, which will be a lot of fun. And I hope you get a chance to go down to that for uh, just for fun. I mean, it's a good time. So, And we were talking about the, the Russian curler. Um, Remember, Anastasia Brizgala? Is that what her, uh, Brizgala? Yeah. Look at the intensity. That's what curling is. Right. I mean, that's the intensity from the Olympics a few years ago. All right. Uh, where are we at? Thanks to Ryan for joining us. Go to Last Chance Curling Club on the Facebook. Check it out. All right, let's do On This Day. It is brought to you by Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear, and that includes Jason Walker Show shirts. Appreciate uh, Sheila and the gang and uh, jumping on board on uh, the Jason Walker Show and uh, getting us some shirts made up. Uh, we will give some away this week, uh, tomorrow and or Thursday, okay? Uh, but stop by 1400 Euclid on the corner of Henderson and Euclid in Helen, over 35 years' experience. If you don't know what the direct-to-garment is, which is exactly what they did here, there's it's not silk screen. It's just it's awesome. I don't know what it is. But the girls and the gals at uh, Big Sky Printwear will tell you what it is, and they'll get you all set up. But, yeah, it's it's awesome. And I highly – I mean, look at it. How cool – and it's on the back, too. But 
we'll give you some Jason Walker Show shirts. Uh, give away a few coming up. Uh, Big Sky Printwear, 1400 Euclid in Helena. All right. Uh, celebrating National Caramel Popcorn Day. Remember, the other day was Caramel Day. Is no, I say caramel. It's caramel popcorn, right? Who says caramel? Not me. All right. It is New Beers Eve. I have no idea what that is. Sorry, Charlie Day. Student Athlete Day. Uh, Teflon Day. It is National Library Workers Day and National Employee Benefits Day. Um, I'm a big fan of giving benefits to employees, and uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give the Jason Walker Show employees some benefits coming up. Uh, on this date in 1896, the first modern Summer Olympic Games opened up in Athens, Greece. Uh, American athlete James Connolly uh, becomes the first modern Olympic champ when he wins the triple jump. Later took third in the long and second in the high. 1935, H. Levitt sinks 499 consecutive free throws. He misses on the 500th, and then he hits 371 more consecutive. 1952, the 16th Masters, Sam Sneed wins his second. And 1958, the 22nd Masters, Arnold Palmer wins the first of his four. Uh, 1973, Roberto Clemente Day. The Pirates retired his number. 1980, Gordy Howe completes a record 26th NHL season. 1992, at the 54th Men's Basketball Championship, Duke goes back-to-back, beating Michigan. 2004, at the 23rd Women's Title Game, Connecticut knocks off Tennessee. 2008, Kraft Nabisco Championship. Top-ranked Lorena Ochoa goes bogey-free in the final round to win by five. 2009 at the 71st Men's Basketball Championship, North Carolina beats Michigan State. Uh, 2010 at the 29th Women's Basketball title, uh, Connecticut beats Stanford. 2014 Kraft Nabisco Championship, 19-year-old Lexi Thompson shoots a bogey-free 68 to win her first major. In 2015, Duke beat Wisconsin in the 77th uh, title game for the men. That was supposed to be the year that Kentucky was going to go 40-0, and but Wisconsin upset them in the Final Four. And then was it that year, the next year, that Baylor women went 40-0? Interesting stat about Baylor coming up, by the way. Uh, this date a year ago, the 149th Open Championship was canceled for the first time since World War II. Royal St. George will host this year. Uh, let's see, what else happened? In uh, 1953, World Away died at the age of 15, American Triple Crown winner in 1941. Al Kaline passed away a year ago today at the age of 85. Uh, happy birthday, Anthony Fokker, 1890. He was an old Fokker, uh, but he uh, built, the, he was a Dutch aviation pioneer. And uh, I wonder if anybody ever met the Fokkers. Uh, let's see. If you were an aircraft engineer or a pioneer of aircraft, you were born on this date. Because in 1892, Donald Wills Douglas was born from McDonald Douglas. He uh, pioneered the Douglas DC-3. Happy birthday and happy death day to Merle Haggard. Born on this date in 1937, died on this date in 2016. Tammy Wynette passed away on this date in 1998. And on this date in 1930, the Hostess Twinkie was invented by bakery executive James Dewar. How about that? Are we a fan of the Twinkies? Mm Mm-hmm. Who isn't? 
Jason Walker Show and Big Sky Printwear bringing you on this day in history. We print what you wear at Big Sky Printwear. Uh, let's see. Got a page back up so we can get to this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, so I saw this uh, Kim Mulkey, who is the great coach at uh, with the Baylor women, uh, said April 5th has proven to be a great day for the Baylor Bears in Indianapolis because 16 years ago on April the 5th, the Baylor women won the first national championship. And then last night, the Baylor men won their first national championship as they just rolled past Gonzaga. And remember, I predicted Baylor right here on this show about 24 hours ago right now. So, boom. Uh, If you would have listened to me, you would have won a lot of money. But the Baylor men and women each won their first national championship on April the 5th. How cool is that? That's a really awesome stat. Really awesome. Hey, thanks to uh, Miss Last Chance Stampede, Cassie Turner coming in today and uh, joining us. And uh, she's uh, just a sweetheart. So She's just hyper. Hyper fun is a good way to phrase it. Um, oh, and I was going to brag, too, before we get to uh, – oh, and Tori Martell, thanks for joining us, the women's college three-point champ from Montana State women's basketball. Also, uh, Ryan Schwackert from Last Chance Curling Club. Thanks for joining us today. That was a lot of fun. You can always go to jasonwalkershow.com to, if you missed anything. All right, so I'm going to break. So I don't know if you can read it, but uh, it says um, Green Meadow Country Club 2021 Winter League Champions. Yep, the wife and I, Winter League Champs. That's what our, our um, trophy was. I should have filled it up with some, with some beverage, but uh, that's what we won for winning the Simulator League at uh, Green Meadow Country Club. Nobody could touch us. We were, un- I mean, unstoppable, especially once we got to the playoffs. We just rolled. I think we were 5-3 and three or 6-3 and three going into the championships, going into the playoffs, got into the winner's bracket, and just rolled from there. I mean, come on. Can't touch us. And we would have won last year had they not canceled it. Thanks, Chad, because of the COVID stuff. By the way, I got my first shot today. I'm still alive. And I was told, I was told today when I got my shot that they don't, they don't inject you with the tracking device until the second dose. So I think May 4th is when I get that second dose. If you missed anything today, go to jasonwalkershow.com. Tomorrow, Andrew Rowland, MSU Northern coach stops by. We'll chat with him about, uh, opening up their new field on Saturday. Their new stadium. All right. Hope you had a great day. We'll see you tomorrow at 4. And again, Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. We'll see you back here. Have yourself a terrific Tuesday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.